podcast today. I'm here with Paul and Joe. How are you guys doing? Doing great this morning. I'm doing great. I actually had an unexpected family thing come up. Everything's okay. Just a little hard feelings, but it's fine. So I'm actually (laughs) recording this. Thank goodness we're audio. I'm recording this as I'm driving home from the visit. So this will be great. So this can be the greatest podcast of all time. Hopefully I don't die in the car. So <laughs> keep me in prayer, guys. I, I really don't think that if something were unfortunate were to happen that we should release this podcast. This is not that important to release it if something unfortunate were to happen. Yeah. So if Other got, than the fact that it may have to be part of the trial. Yes. You and, know. And if I... <laughs> get to heaven for this and god's like uh, you know hey in between those when we're gonna die and everything and if he's like yeah you spent too much time podcasting you actually died doing the podcast i guess uh, i don't know maybe yeah, so, as somebody now, who Chris, had a, while you're I had a car accident go ahead what's that oh there's chris while you're out and about do you have a wire coat hanger handy in case you have birds hovering around you yes <laughs> we will talk about that later okay. <laughs> Lots of developments. We're going to get to Birdemic, and hey, we might accept a special guest. Uh, yeah, we're going to talk about that offline. It'll be good. But, yeah, I spent half the night talking to the star of Birdemic, and it was actually good. It wasn't a situation like our friend Alan Spencer. I mean, uh, Alan, well, it's not Alan. No, I think this guy's in town too. Alan Baugh, I believe. And yeah, yeah, so, yeah we'll, have to th- we'll talk about that offline because I'm not sure. What we're doing a birthday. Yeah. Today, we'll, but, we'll no, we have a very special <laughs> podcast. Um, it might be in, so we'll have to figure that out. But right. yeah, we really want to talk quick about the Steelers. Thankfully, there's not much going on. Um, we're getting closer to the draft. There are some free agency signings happening. Um, today, Jadavian Clownley, who in paper is really good, in reality, he gets hurt a lot. Well, he didn't go to the Browns last year. And he might be to the Browns. Um, uh, he was supposedly in Cleveland today to, to sign with him. He may, he may not. Yes, he is a name, but he's a very big injury risk. But for the he Steelers, hasn't. we don't have that much. Oh, yeah? Yeah, he, he hasn't played a full season in three seasons. No? I think it was 2017 was his last right. full season. <laughs> so, you know. But the two games he does play will be against us. That's probably true. Yeah. The two games he does play will be against Pittsburgh, and he'll get seven sacks each game. <sighs> right. Because we don't have anybody playing so, offensive line. <laughs> so <laughs> literally we no stand, one. Yeah. And where we stand <laughs> draft-wise, the problem we got is we probably have, we've talked about this, like, what, four or five starter holes would be nice to fill. Technically speaking, you've got, what, you know, your first three rounds, you're lucky if you get three starters out of that. So even if they draft one and get three starters, you still got two holes you got to fill. So my thinking, and tell me if I'm wrong here, is we're going to see who's available in the draft, draft these guys, and then whoever we can't get position-wise, that's where I think they're going to try to get somebody in the cheap free agent lines. Does that make sense? Yep. That makes perfect sense to me. Now, I've heard some talk, and Sue's made some minor signings. Honestly, guys, if one makes a practice squad, we should talk about it and celebrate. But I'm not sure what to make of these signings. But So let's just talk draft for a few minutes. I'm seeing a lot more talk. I, I guess some of the ESPN guys were on local Pittsburgh radio, 
kind of saying, look, the Steelers might need to address quarterback this draft. And they've supposedly been talking to some guys. Paul, you're in the Pittsburgh area. Have you heard any of this talk? Is there more talk about the Steelers drafting a quarterback somewhere, if not the first round, maybe middle rounds? Yeah, just this morning they were talking about apparently Mike Tomlin is deeply fascinated and enamored with Justin Fields, and that could lead to them trying to make something happen to move up so they can get him, which scares me to death. I I think that should scare you to death. How far? I mean, you have to move up pretty far to get Fields from where they're at. Yeah, Yeah, not only that, but just to do that for – uh, I hate to be the guy, but an Ohio State quarterback. You are that guy. Um, he could be the next you are, you are that guy, I just... and, that's, that's, and that's fine. <laughs> you are that guy. Yeah, I think it's a tough. It's a tough sell to say that it's worth uh, sacrificing a lot to move up this draft to get that quarterback. I just don't see it right. myself. When you have too many other holes to plug, there's too much else yep. going on to sacrifice a lot for a quarterback at this point. When I don't know, I don't know if Fields is a guy that's a long-term guy. I don't know. Here's the thing about Fields. I see some things about Fields I really like. If you look at just the Sugar Bowl, he's Patrick Mahomes. I mean, he had an amazing Sugar Bowl. But I remember there were a couple games, and I'm blank. It was the Indiana game, I think maybe the Northwestern. And we had so we're having some technical issues with uh with here and Chris right now. Unless Chris that's the way he's area fifty one. Yeah, if that's the way that he's speaking now, I'm concerned that he's also driving. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> we're just you're breaking up a whole lot, Chris, right now. Uh, so I'm not even sure the point that you were starting to make once you started talking there. So I hate to interrupt you, but, uh, we're, we're having the weirdest podcast ever today. He's kind of climbing on the Justin Fields bandwagon a little bit, I think. Well, he, he's talking about a good showing in, what was it? The sugar bowl. Right. Uh, and he's got great showings all over the place. He has less games than other people have to really showcase, so it's and the there's always the question about you know the quality of the teams that they're playing against. Even when Ohio State's playing in the the Big Ten, uh, the Big Ten isn't the same as having quality uh, opponents up and down your calendar. So um, that's still it's still kind of a tough sell. I see a lot of things that I really like when he's doing well. It's just almost impossible. I don't know how professional people do this. Uh, uh, evaluate somebody with a prediction of what they're going to do when they actually get to the pros. Um, yeah. That always just seems like kind of a crapshoot. Because Cardale Jones had some amazing looking games. Yes, he did. That uh, and then he <laughs> then he stopped having those amazing looking games. Uh, <laughs> and uh, that became problematic. Um, yeah. I, I just feel, and, and you know, I, maybe I've been uh, listening to Paul just a little bit too much, that, <laughs> uh, especially for, for the unknown commodity that is Fields. Um, 
I don't know if Pittsburgh's in a position to sacrifice a whole lot to move up at this phase to get a, a quarterback like him. If a quarterback like Fields falls to where they're at, which I think would be amazing. I think it's stunning. I don't think that's going to happen. If it did, I would be less uh I would be less against the idea of drafting him. I still don't think that's the priority. Um I still wouldn't do it, but uh, definitely, absolutely not trading up to get him. Yeah. What now? What if Kyle Trask falls to twenty-four? I don't know because I feel like if Trask falls to twenty-four, he's going to fall farther than that. I think that's that, now you're in a range where there isn't anybody who really needs quarterbacks, and the the teams who are coming up after that. When you go back into round two, those people just drafted quarterbacks, and there's nobody in their right mind is going to draft multiple quarterbacks in one draft so you know that then you're in a place where he's probably going to be back there in the late second uh and that's where i think we you that's that's where you can uh, uh take a quarterback like that uh, i like trask i i think he would be good on the steelers but i think he would be that late second round guy not round one yes. i still Are think you... I, th I think running back is the the priority are they getting yeah. one of those solid I runners? Was offensive. Yeah, I was offensive line, but I don't know if we can get one of those top four guys at 24. I, I, I'd be hard pressed to pass that. Yeah, I would agree. Because uh, offensive line is almost as, point, as important to the running game as a good runner. Uh, they have a couple of good runners. There's another couple of good runners out there. I, uh, I think I sent out a message to our little group that, um, Giovanni Bernard is being released mm -hmm. by the, the Bengals and he would be a really good addition uh, as we've talked in previous podcasts about the idea that um, you need some veteran presence back there especially if you go out and get one of the in your first round go out there and get a really uh, a, a new rookie to have a veteran presence there Giovanni Bernard would be a wonderful addition for that role. Somebody who could really anchor down a solid, uh, you know, couple of series per game, uh, get you a couple of solid good carries and be a locker room leader for a young stud. Who's going to go out there and pound through the wall. Now, would you want Bernard with mustache or sans mustache? Oh, I think if you have a choice, you always want the mustache. I think, you know, there's, there's not enough guys who are rocking the mustache. So I think that's to be encouraged. If you, in, in this day and age, there's just not that, not enough, not as many mustaches going around. So someone who's got a solid one, you just like, mm, yeah, hang on to that stash, you know, that, that bread, that cream catcher aspects of the game, you know, that soup strainer up there, you know, that's, I think that, that, that's going to add a, a good half yard to every single run. Oh, definitely. You keep, you keep some of that, uh, keep the breadcrumbs out of your mouth, you know, cut down on the carbs. <laughs> That's going to get you a good half yard of every single run, including the ones that are negative yardage because you don't have enough offensive linemen. Uh, you know, that'll add an extra half yard on that so you don't go back quite as far. <laughs> <laughs> now, where do you fall on trading up in the second round? get either a quarterback oh, or an offensive man. line. See, that's where, the, the, that's where the craziness starts happening. That's when 
the draft starts turning into the trading floor at Wall Street, you know, where just people <laughs> are just yelling stuff and, uh, you know, that's where the madness happens. That's where once you really, you know, had a couple good sips of the Kool-Aid, you start doing crazy stuff. I don't know. I feel like that at that point, once the madness starts, you might as well. Uh, you could, you can always, you know, if you, if you've got the guy you want and you've got a solid fear that there's someone that's going to take him getting into that second round. Uh, sure. Cause I think there's also the place where it's not going to cost you as much as trying to move up in the first round. Yeah. So you don't want to trade away too many, too many chips, uh, trading up for a second round guy. <laughs> All right. Hey, I'm back now. So my hey, welcome back. We missed you. We were a little worried, but you're uh, you know on Streamyard. The way we record these things, we can still see your video. So we knew that you were safe. We just couldn't hear you anymore for a little while. You were kind of that broken up thing. Uh, doesn't Chevy Chase do that bit where you go up into the and 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 that's all I have to say about that topic. <laughs> it was a little bit that for a while, so we just probably like okay, we're gonna move on. <laughs> probably half our listeners were very happy when they hear me in the morning. So, boy, I'm hoping for a head-on car crash. And you know, we like, uh, we we talked great. we talked through a little bit about uh, the idea of trading up in the first round. We thought it wasn't a great idea, um, and then we moved a little into uh, what might happen in later rounds after we get through that first round pick, which we are hoping is a running back or, or a possibly a center or offensive lineman that will really nail things down, but uh, running back for sure. But getting into later rounds, that's where you're playing with uh, a smaller pile of chips to move up in the first round. It would cost you a lot. Um, moving up in the second or third round doesn't cost you quite so much. Um, but if you're sure you're going to get the guy you want, then yeah, sure. Why not? I heard a couple of your thoughts. And strong takes on Bernard's mustache. Yes. Yes. yes we were pro mustache that uh, Giovanni Bernard should sign up, be a mentor to a, a, a rookie running back, and he should keep the mustache because that'll give you a half yard on every run. Well, I'm, I'm kind of wondering. I heard a couple of things you guys are saying. Kyle Trask, a couple of weeks ago, I heard everything about first round pick, maybe end of the first round. I'm hearing more like second, third, or maybe even fourth now. I don't know if it was because, you know, people don't like him or if people – or maybe somebody had him up really high. I, I don't know. Um, but then I heard some other things saying the Steelers might be interested in him. So I think the Steelers are interested in him. It's just got to come at the right time. Right. Like we talked a little bit about, you know, first round is when all of those top quarterbacks are going to go. You get into the lower first round, all those people have quarterbacks. Um, and then when you get back around in the top of the second round, all those people just picked quarterbacks, so they don't need to pick two of them. Um, think, and so he may still be there in the lower second round. Yeah, I think Trask is definitely there at 55. I think the question you have is they can't, pressure themselves in the decision, but they're almost at a point where first or second round, you almost have to go running back lineman or lineman running back. Uh, but the problem is going to be, and we've talked about this before, is, you know, Najee Harris may not be there at 24. Uh, Travis Atien may not be there at 24. Uh, Javante Williams, a lot of people like him, he may not be there at 55. So like you guys are talking about, I missed that part of the conversation about, you may have to move up in the second round. It makes it hard. Um, I don't know. 
the Justin Fields talk, I haven't seen the consistency of him. I think it's kind of unfair. Some people say he doesn't work hard. I think he works hard. Just the games where he didn't look good kind of scares me in today's NFL. And, you know, not everyone's always going to play really well and everything, but the clunkers he had, it wasn't just that he threw picks. He made awful decisions. I mean, it was like, what are you doing here? You know, and you can't do that in the NFL. Because NFL defense is going to be a lot more tricky than the college ones were. So that's kind of where I was about that. Um, yeah, so, I mean, running backs, linemen, I think, are going to be key. Uh, are, are there any linebackers you think you would have to take if they're available 24? Or are you more looking at running back or line? I, I mean, I think it, yeah, in that order too. I think you want that running back. Um, that's the first thing you want. And if uh, if if those top guys you don't want is there, and there's a really good lineman uh, available, then that's valuable as well. But uh, I think that running back is what you really really need at twenty four. And Dave Molinari, he's one of the Steelers writers for Post Gazette. He made a pretty good point. I saw recently in a chat saying, in that first and second round, you've got to get guys who start. And yeah, maybe a guy like a linebacker or quarterback you get in the first round could start, but it may not be. I mean, you still you still got some decent corners. You still got some decent right linebackers. We've got to get starters in the draft at line and running back. So yeah, I see that, and I, I just hope the draft you know, fills out where those guys are available. You never know. I mean, we could look at a billion mock drafts and, you know, it's always going to happen like this. Somebody's going to go way early and somebody's going to go way late. Like, you know, after the first round, you always see guys, you're like, man, some people project him to be 10th or 15th. They're still available in the second round. So that's just the unknown that we're not going to know until draft night. All right. Absolutely. Well, there are some places... There's some days we could talk about the Steelers for probably 800 hours, and there's days where we talked about 18 minutes, and people were like, man, they kind of drugged us out a little bit. And yeah. That's one of the days. So any other thoughts on the Steelers before I go on my laptop and we'll have a more sane podcast on the next one we do? I don't think we have anything more to say. Uh, we'll see if there's any more signings that happen um, between – now in the draft, I don't think there's going to be a whole lot of action because now we're into that phase where, you know, we have to sit the the shoe needs to drop in the draft, and then there's going to be a lot of cleanup to do after that. I think there's still more really solid players that are out there, probably some good guys who are going to end up on our roster, um, but it, they're going to have to see what they can get out of a draft and then start making some calls to some of these these uh. The, the vets who who don't have a landing spot right now. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I agree. All right. So, yeah, that was our Steelers podcast today. Thanks for checking out. We'll be back next week. Um, it might be a short one, too, because, yeah, I, I agree. I think the draft has got dropped. I think after that you'll see some guys get signed. Uh, Alejandro Fenueva is a guy I could see possibly being resigned. That's right. Maybe even a James Conner, depending on if they can't get a running back. So anything's possible. But right now, yeah, I don't see him moving until yeah, and uh, until the draft's over and people know what they have. Yeah, and right now you don't know what you have, so it doesn't make sense to sign any of these guys unless some guy really comes up that you have to get and you have to get him right now. And I definitely wouldn't classify 
Big Al or James Connors, that guy. So, well, checking out the podcast, we appreciate it. And like I said, we're going to have more content. Believe me, in a couple weeks, we'll be talking definitely for an hour about the Steelers once we get very close to draft time. But this is pretty much what we got for now. So, uh, thanks for checking us out. Uh, appreciate Paul and Joe. And we'll, we got more content coming this week. Uh, we'll see you back in a little bit. Have a good one.